0: All right, all you socially awkward introverts, get in the car. We're going to go to a house party and talk to people and act like extroverts for a night. I I probably shouldn't start this one like that. Let Let me do that one over. Are you socially awkward? Do you stay at home and often think to yourself, this is what I want for the rest of my life? Would you consider yourself an introvert? Um, I don't know where I was going with this, actually, but I, I was thinking the other day that um, we talk about the younger generation a lot, and by we I mean uh, everybody. I mean, I, I this is just an opinion, right? But I feel like with the birth of social media and, um. You know the keyboard warrior for the exam for an example. Keyboard warriors have been around for a very long time. They've been around for pretty much as long as the internet has been around. Uh, trolls is not a new thing. People have been trolling for like you know centuries. Like it's not new uh, to, to pick on people. And the keyboard warrior is just another phrase for uh, usually a bully of some sort or cyber bully, I should say. Or um or you know just just a loser with too much time in their hands and has a lot to say, uh, but at the same time, let's just be real we enjoy reading comments from keyboard warriors keyboard warriors are the type of people that just they like they will leave a paragraph over explaining something or they're like or they'll they'll pick on people for for no good reason at all you know I don't know it's it's out there um, I feel like social media and you know, this, this uh, newfound revelation that you can get away with talking trash about somebody towards somebody, but never actually being face to face and having to be in front of that person saying it, you know, I feel like that has created socially awkward people, and um more more so now than ever because uh back in the day like an interview was was everything just getting a job that was the the basic fundamental like it was like a test like an exam it was like to do this to actually put on like look nice dress yourself up and be presentable and And show up to an employer or a company and talk to leadership of that company, shake hands with them and look them in the eye and have the confidence to speak about yourself in a way that says, I would like to work here because and, you know, insert X, Y, Z. And, you know, that took a lot of uh, first for some people that that was like it was dreadful you know, to have to do that. Uh, I've been in a lot of interviews and I can say both interviewing and and being interviewed uh, interviewee and um, I can say that uh, not just myself, I know there's people that are listening and know what I'm saying, that there's like this dreadful nervousness, especially when you're younger, when you're doing it for the first time, it's like it takes over you, you know, and you're just kind of freaking out. Um, Like you You pay so much attention To yourself Like you're critiquing yourself Probably more than the person interviewing you And you're just freaking out With the, the Just the basic social interaction Taking place Because you want the job And you, you want to impress them But when you're young and naive And inexperienced It's like what do you present Other than hey I want a job That's it. That's it. There's nothing else to add to that. My resume. Yeah, I don't. I went to school, high school, maybe. And uh, I would like a job, you know, (laughs) that's kind of where it ends, you you know, to go out and gain experiences. It's pretty rough, right? So that that's what we dealt with for us that didn't have what today is. Today, uh, you apply essentially online for almost everything and you get pulled in, by the time you get pulled into an interview, you've already gone through a few hurdles and steps um, that you would normally do during an interview, during that first impression. But instead, you have already taken so many of these mini steps, like just basic information that will. Put you through like an algorithm where people will then say, okay, you've you've passed the algorithm we've set. And now we want to get to know more about you. And when when you step in, depending on where it is, you may be stepping into like one of two things, depending on the company. It may just be like a FaceTime or a Zoom or a phone call interview. And um, then they'll say we'll meet you eventually. Or it may just be, hey, come in. Uh, We want to hire you based off of your resume, your application that you filled out and you come in and then you meet like five other people that have also applied at the same time and then they talk to you in person and they're like yeah you got the job you guys all got the job you guys are amazing here's your uniform that's like you know chick-fil-a or mcdonald's or something and they might do a little room session like oh stand up say your name and what you your age or whatever and then it's like this weird awkward group session thing and then they bring you in I don't know that from experience. I know that from stories that I have been told about how you get hired uh, recently. And that's just, that's very bizarre to me, but that's what people have done. And then um, the online thing is, is real big. You just apply online, you go through the, again, there's like an algorithm or some set preset that they're looking for, maybe keywords or something. And um, I can say uh, I've used Indeed and in, on Indeed as a, as an employer when you're looking for applicants you can put in like hot words or keywords or even ages you can even go like by if they've gone to college or not and and you know this is all based off of whether or not they filled out that information on the application pretty in depth and um in other words it saves me from having to interview 50,000 people and then you know being worn out and beat up and just like oh screw it you you're hired you're whatever buddy and then like you know you kind of like you can filter it all out so I can see the pro and why it's a good deal but again again that's that's as far as hiring people I'm talking about the person who can't handle social interaction and I feel like this is something to do with it now that's just on a regular applying for a job now let's talk about your leisure time and on social media and commenting and making notes to people and then even i'll take it even a further step people who are like quote-unquote influencers which oh man i'm gonna try so hard not to sound like a grumpy old man when it comes to influencers but let's just say when it comes to inf- to me influencers and tiktakers are on the same level and that is lower than the scum on my the bottom of my boot <laughs> Sorry, I went there I didn't mean to go all Clint Eastwood on you But (sighs) Anyway Anyway, stay away Robert Just focus on the topic at hand Okay, so uh... (laughs) This is hard (laughs) I want to say stuff. Okay, okay So, anyway um, What was I saying, man? Okay, yes I feel like People who are used to Talking to virtually nobody, but you know they have a they have their front camera facing them and they're making videos and they you know they're doing the hey guys like you ask about my skin routine here it is or you I have a lot of comments and DMs about the shoes I'm wearing and uh, you know and and I get it like I'm not I'm not trying to hate on on young people that do this young people are everybody goes through phases okay i was young too i still am but what i'm getting at is i did some silly things as a teenager and as a young adult that i would look at now and be like oh i was so weird back then i was so whatever like put put in whatever you want insecure or socially awkward like i'm trying to talk about right now struggling too because of influencers trigger me but um you know there there's uh I, I get it okay like everybody has like something they go through when they're younger and they're a bit naive and i'll I'll even dare say a little immature that they get involved in that when they grow up and mature they look back at that's like oh why was i like, so cringy why was i like that what was wrong with me why did i talk like that why did i do that why did i dress like that whatever right and uh, why, why my hairstyle? Blah blah blah. But at the heat of the moment, you're just so into everything around you. You're just you're experiencing things for the first time. You're excited. You do silly things. You grow up and you realize it was silly. But um, today, I feel like because of social media and all this access to to provide information the way you do uh, on online and everything else. You lose basic fundamentals of social interaction. And this creates a lot of socially awkward people. And um, it's like, it's kind of the, the, you know, I'm not trying to pick on anybody. But it is the difference of someone who goes to public school versus someone who was homeschooled their entire life. And, you know, the homeschool person, their principal and teacher and janitor... Was their parents Their mom usually Or maybe their dad And and I get There's homeschool programs I understand You know you can be in a room With a bunch of other people That are quote unquote Getting homeschooled And it's at someone's house I, I know there's different forms Of homeschool But I'm, for for the sake of presenting a point I, Public school kids Tend to have a little bit more Grasp of the basic fundamentals Of social interaction As to where homeschoolers don't. And I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to talk down on anybody. But let's just, let me just get it out of the way because clearly I'm I'm having, I'm struggling a little bit getting through this topic. But uh, homeschoolers are weird, okay? There it is. I said it. I said it. They can be. They can be. I'm not saying they are. I know I, I said it with such confidence moments ago. But they can be. Now, I feel like this is a similar, uh, what would it be? What's, what's the word? A prognostic? Is that the word I'm looking for? I don't know. It's after work. I'm tired after work and my mind doesn't work right, okay? Uh, anyway, it's it's similar to uh, people who are socially awkward um, in general that they just come off as weird. They come off as weird and they, they don't have like some basic... Uh, reading the room. To read the room, what that means is to have some uh, self-awareness and some basic uh, awareness of the people around you. Um, It would be ideal that you can pick up on social cues and understand if someone is uncomfortable, if someone is embarrassed, if someone is having a bad day or have a bad attitude it's good to be able to identify such things because what it shows is that you're being considerate. You're actually acknowledging something that you're seeing before you and you're saying, oh, well, maybe I should tone it down or maybe I should talk differently, you know, and you kind of adjust yourself. Now, um, there is levels of this, right? There's like, you can be overly considerate you know, and overly awkward by, by paying too much attention. And like, and maybe they don't want to talk about what's on their mind. And then you just got to be able to read that and say, okay, well, you don't talk about it, let's move on, you know, but again, if you're, if you don't pick up on social cues and you, you don't have the basic fundamentals of that, then you're going to be weird. You are, you are. So why am I saying this? That's a good question. Actually, I, I'm not entirely sure what what triggered social awkwardness in my mind at this moment, and I'm sifting through the old Robert files in my brain at this moment. I (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just uh, that I'm old and I'm, I'm strangely triggered by influencers and tiktakers. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? That's what it is. That's what it is. I knew the old mind would come around I was having a conversation with a friend of mine today and they said an interest. I thought it was very profound. Actually, they made an interesting statement like, man, who cares? Who cares about it, man? Like people are young people do stupid stuff. Just leave them alone. And when he said that, I was like, "Huh, that's that's not a bad uh, perspective, actually, you know, and we 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 got a little bit into it and uh, not not like argumentative, like we're just stating our opinions. And I had I was explaining how with politics I feel like this is just my opinion and I feel I it's a pretty strong one, I will say it. I, I feel that if you are the type that is willing to cut someone off because of politics, you're a little bit of a jerk. <laughs> so the reason I say that is because it's like come on man, like I get it, I get it. Like we can be passionate about ideas and beliefs. And uh, going beyond politics, from a, a spiritual perspective, I can say, yeah, spiritually, sometimes you got to know where to draw the line and say, okay, we're not on the same page at all. So it's probably best that we don't really interact. As I can, I, I understand that, I understand that, but to be so passionate about politics and say, forget you, I don't want to talk to you ever again. Because you voted for so-and-so. I, it just, it's my opinion. I think that's pretty hardcore. And I think that kind of goes in line with the social awkwardness stuff. And so as we were talking about it, I brought up the OK Boomer statement. And OK Boomer came from uh, the, the other community or I don't know what you want to call it. The group of people known as millennials. It's a generation called millennials. You all know what I'm talking about. Because it was talked about. Everywhere, And I think this has a lot to do, again, with the start of some very socially awkward people because millennials were getting blamed for everything. And um, uh, I, I think I'm going to I believe I am a, a millennial. Uh, right. I think. I don't know. I stopped paying attention to that stuff a long time ago, but apparently millennials were picked on so much that they came out with their own statement their own phrase which was called okay boomer and this was a snapback to boomer babies that's another generation the uh they call them boomer babies because there there was a a time a period called the baby boom and the baby boom came from this uh older generation called get this the greatest generation i'm not making this up look it up google it up and the Greatest Generation, and I, I hopefully I'm not getting this stuff mixed up, man, because it's all in my head, and I'm, it's the end of the day, and I'm I'm all wishy-washy. But, but from what I remember, the Greatest Generation is a generation, I believe, that came back from World War II, and they were rebuilding the nation after going through war, and through that, they then had a bunch of babies because that was like part of it they were having a bunch of kids this would have been 40s and 50s generation having a bunch of kids and then those kids became adults in the 60s and 70s no they were teenagers then they were teenagers then they became adults like in the 80s and 90s and then they had uh i believe they're the ones that had the millennials unless i'm skipping a generation and then generation z I believe I don't know, man. I, I I studied all this stuff like a few years back, and and I was like, oh, that's cool, and just kind of moved on. You know, I didn't really settle on it. Regardless, I digress. Um, is this lady gonna turn? No, you're not gonna go. I'm driving. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, so um, what was I saying? Come on, lady. Oh, okay. So yes, millennials they were pushed to the wall. Uh, I say they because even if I'm one, I don't really associate myself because I have an old soul for some reason. I don't know. That's not true. I probably talk like every other millennial out there. I have no clue. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't keep up with with the youth and the peoples. But um, yeah, so what happened is they were pushed because they were called snowflakes. Now, snowflakes is like a term that was given on millennials and generation z because they complain about everything and i'm not talking about complaining like in a way that's like you know um how do you say like because people complain people in general complain no 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 they're very opinionated In and that's not even true that's not even the right way it, it, to make it hurt properly for you to fully understand why they were called snowflakes There was a lot of whining going on that's the best way to put it there's a lot of whining about like basic regular stuff in other words it was like a full generation complaining about getting their hands dirty and working and the the baby boomer generation caught on to this and they realized dude they can't handle nothing back when i was a kid and that's where it started they were like, when I was young, my parents did this to me, and you you wouldn't handle a day in my, you know, in my life back then, and blah blah blah, right? And they went pretty hardcore, and I feel like I sound like that today when I talk to younger people. Like when I was your age, I was doing this, and it's. I have to say, I very much embrace it. I I love sounding like I'm an old man. Um, I don't know, it's weird, but it's true. Uh, anyway. So this happened and the millennials decided to fight back and they came out with two simple words, um, displaced by a comma, you know, okay, comma, boomer. And the boomer was meant to, you know, it's talking specifically to baby boomer generation. And this absolutely stirred up the West the West being America that's what that's our nickname from the Middle East anyway so this just I mean it rocked the the baby boomer generation to the core and it's pretty ironic because the the phrase snowflake and you know um, and picking on the Millennials and all that stuff it's it started with it really did start with the baby boomer generation like it it did i'm i'm not trying to defend them and you know be well i'm a millennial too no i'm it it's just true and they got pushed so much that they fought back you can't blame the snowflakes for for standing up for themselves you know and uh or the millennials whatever you want to call it I don't I genuinely don't care but <laughs> just just being real so anyway but you can whatever they they decided to say the okay boomer now I was never um I never thought it was a very serious statement but on the social medias on the interwebs this became a real thing where boomers and snowflakes were just fighting each other and nobody wanted to uh, take uh, what's the word? They would they didn't they didn't want to uh, admit that they were on either side. In other words, a boomer didn't want to admit that they were a boomer, and a snowflake didn't want to admit that they were a snowflake because both terms were created as a derogatory statement. You know. And because of that, neither one. it was like, no, we're millennials. We're not snowflakes, and no, we're the baby boomer generation. We're not boomers. And, and, and ironically, it's like, well, you're by doing so, you're you're kind of, you know, admitting what who you who you are in this fight, you know. And by continuously talking about it, well, you're you're keeping the fight alive, you know. So again, this is primarily on social media and you get a lot of people that are yelling at their cell phones, creating video of themselves so they can post. And it's very interesting to me. It's super interesting because when I do this right here, this podcast thing, um, I'm not really like finding a persona per se, like uh, this, it's, this would almost be like finding me on a night. Uh, where I'm just talkative and this is kind of what it's like. It's like this is essentially what I'm like in in conversation. Now, what makes it different, of course, is no one's talking back to me. So, yeah, I try to keep this flowy in some form. Um, But to be on a video is pretty awkward. To be on a video talking to essentially nobody... But with the plans that you're going to upload this video to where you are talking to hundreds of thousands or tens of people or millions of people, whatever, you know, that that's where it, it, it it's interesting. Like it creates a persona and I feel like people give into this persona so much that they feel comfortable talking to a device instead of a person so that when social interaction does take place it's, it's like, they're, they're not afraid, oh yeah, some people are straight up afraid of it, and then other people, they, they're just, they, they, they're completely disturbed, like, angry or frustrated, you know, and, and bothered and tormented, like, I don't want to be in front of people, and it's, 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 I don't know, to me, it's incredibly intriguing, like, I think it's very, very interesting, actually, because Myself, um, I have to be honest, I never liked hanging out with people. I'm being very real. Yet, when I did hang out with people, I was having the time of my life. It's just true. And there is something weird about not wanting to be around people, but loving and thriving when I'm around. Having a good old time, you know. And it's strange. It's strange. And um, when I got saved, I'm trying to remember if it was before or after Salvation, want to say it was after, but, uh, yeah. Okay. So I started to make a lot of friends after salvation, but okay. No, no, no. See, let's go back a little bit before salvation. I I gained some popularity. Uh, that wasn't like super popular, but I, and it's not even me as an individual. I would say, I would say my group of friends gained some popularity. That's, that's a more accurate way to put it. My circle of friends became popular, and I was in the circle. So, you know, we kind of gained popularity as a as a group, which gave us some form of popularity as individuals. It's the best way I can explain it. Asking a high schooler, they probably break it down by rank and, you know, by, you know, I'm popular versus that person's not popular, whatever, people, you know, kids are kids. So um, when I was in middle school and high school, I was in the quote-unquote popular circle and that was honestly because of sports uh before sports you know i had my my close-knit circle of friends and we kind of did what we wanted and we were like class clowns and we were we were kind of like little packs of wolves you know like getting in trouble and causing attention to ourselves and being class clowns just to be silly and gain attention then when we got in sports sports is a whole other world of 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 popularity I, i guess is the best way to put it and it 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 it's weird, it is it is strange because um I don't know where it comes from. I don't really know where it comes from it's weird you you gain this weird popularity status just for being in sports, I guess because you're being you have a platform I don't know how to I don't know to, i'm'm I'm totally thinking all this on the top of my head anyway, so as a high schooler, I had that when I got saved, I didn't care about that, I really didn't, you know I was. I just kind of was like, now I just want to start focusing on God a little bit. And as I started to do that, my uh, popularity level, if it was even, you know, gauged in any way, started to lower or minimize. And what I mean by that is I kind of just became a face at school. I didn't really talk to many people and my social interaction kind of went away because anytime I did talk to people, I just felt the awkward of, you know... I, it well, to me it wasn't awkward, but to other people it may have been. I just felt like I needed to witness every time I was talking to somebody. In other words, tell people about Jesus constantly. Now I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but at the same time, it, I didn't have any real tact, and I was learning like how to tell people about Jesus. It's almost like I don't want to say it's a sales tactic, but it's it's like reading the room. The stuff I was talking about early, being able to identify. And it's a pretty interesting uh, uh, take on on trying to tell people about God because what do you do? you know do you just kind of ease it in or are you just real blatant and like, I'm a Christian and you're, we're gonna go to hell if we don't love Jesus like how do you how do you do that? And so of course, it just comes through basic social interaction and learning how to do it. So that's that's my perspective after getting saved, right So. When you start to interact more with other people over time and you learn social cues, you kind of find a way to just let God live through you, through your actions first. And then timing will come where you can say things that need to be said. And sometimes you'll even be asked and and probed to say things that you were hoping to have a chance to say. It's pretty interesting. But again, going back to the dilemma of our, our, the poison of our world is I feel like there's kids today that don't even know how to have a basic conversation without being very weird. And um, in other words, I feel like every generation, uh, each age group differs dramatically To look at the baby boomer, or the boomer generation, whatever you want to call them. When they were in their 20s, they were doing very adult things. And then the millennial generation in their 20s were being forced or being questioned or, or, you know, definitely probed to be doing very adult things. And then the Generation Z is like, oh, you're 20. I thought you were still 16. And I'm just giving a basic breakdown and perspective of what it what it seems like for people today and how they view it now it's completely biased is it not i mean let's 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 really think this through i'm being incredibly biased because i'm a certain age group i'm part of a certain generation i see life differently than younger people it's just the reality you know so maybe i'm entirely wrong there's a possibility but with all of my knowledge and wisdom and experience, I can say that I look at how certain people interact and I, I do compare. Everybody does. Don't act like you don't. We all compare. When I was that age, was I like this? And again, I, I said moments ago, we all had our phases where we were just silly and weird and awkward and strange and did did certain things with no real rhyme and reason, just cause, you know, because we want to be original or we want to be different or whatever. And then you grow up and you're like, Oh, why was I like that? Um, or you never grow out of it. You just stay like that. You just, well, it's my unique footprint. This is who I am. Right. You know, like people, that's what it is. You find yourself, people are finding themselves through middle school and high school. The difference is some generations tried to find themselves very early. And other generations took a very long time to find themselves, and I feel like we live in now. The younger generation is finding is having a hard time finding themselves, and that's why you have 25, 30 year olds that, in a weird way, I want to say, I want to say the phrase, you know, well, they haven't grown up yet. But what defines that? What really defines that? Is it their age? Is it? What they're doing at their age, is it... No, I, in my opinion, it's it's maturity. It's maturity. So, you know, you have someone... So socially, to me, someone who's socially awkward, by default, it makes them come off as immature. And to be immature is to be, well, it, kind of annoying or, or out of place and frustrating and maybe even frustrated. And so socially awkward people I feel are born one by having less and less social interaction and two by not being able to identify social cues and this is because of their lack of interaction and and they are just kind of forced to live with it and now we have a day and age where people are so socially awkward because of uh because of social media. It's an opinion. It's this is all very opinionated and 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 uh what's the phrase um experimental I suppose. You know, it's just me thinking out loud. Very loud. I'm thinking very loud right now. And so uh you know, I don't know, man. Is, is there a cure? Yeah, the cure is to go out there and talk to people. Learn some things, you know, gain some basic fundamentals of social interaction, learn social cues. And siblings tend to have better social... People with siblings, I should say, tend to have better uh, uh, experience. You know, they gain experience, social experience, just by simply dealing with each other growing up. Um, but that doesn't mean that they won't be socially awkward. Because what can happen is they get used to each other so much that they assume this is how everybody is. And then they go out and meet new people. And it's like, oh, this is only how we were. Oh, are we weird? Are we the weird ones? We're weird people. Great. Great. I lived in a weird household and had no idea. thought this was normal. Now I'm flipping weird. Look at that. You know, I mean, some of us just don't know. You just don't know until you get out and meet other people. this is why I think everybody needs to get off of social media right now. No, I don't know. I mean... I guess it has its pros in, in a sense For business or whatever I don't know man, it's just weird It's, just, <laughs> uh, it's just, it just It just is It's just a different day and age You know, it's just a different time We just live in different times So do you draw a line? Do you draw a line and be like Ah, oh, you know, don't be like that Or do you just I guess I don't want to use the word Because in my mind the word compromise is like a bad word Um you you want to you want to be able to make definite definites and absolutes and have uh, some very stern strong lines in your life lines being boundaries it's very safe and very fair it is fair and I'll even say it's it's very like it's okay to have boundaries you know and when you build boundaries and you build you know very stern you you actually think about all these these uh you think about events and current events and things going on around you it's okay to build boundaries which is why i feel like it's okay to look at another generation and be like ooh, you know you might want to be careful by acting like that but the problem is you get people fighting each other instead hence the boomer and snowflake the you know debacle whatever you want to call it How they were treating each other, and it's it's pretty hardcore. How hard it is? It's very hardcore. It's very intense that it got so bad. It's like so immature, really. And I feel like with that statement I made earlier about like pushing people away because of politics, those are people who have made very tight boundaries and said, if you're not you're if you're not with me, you're against me. You know, and like make very 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 absolute. And again, I'm okay with some absolutes and definitives. I think that I think that's uh, pretty good to have, especially in business. I'll say that from experience. But you know, you got to gauge just how intense you're gonna be. I don't know. Maybe you never think about any of this stuff. But again, you know, I, I, my my I guess my main question is is what makes people so socially awkward and why do we have more socially awkward people today than I feel like we've ever had and my opinion is I think it's I think it's all the gadgets man I think it's all the 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 apps and the uh uh the the trinkets and the the access you know to everything we have I think it makes people more and more socially awkward Sure, there's a balance. I don't, I'm not saying we should all just get off our phones and watches and, and uh, you know, go just live off the, the, the land and nature and everything. I, I think there's its benefit. But I definitely feel like we need to tone it back some and have a lot of balance so that we're not so weird with each other. And sometimes just simply being weird and, and awkward with each other can cause us to end up being frustrated and annoyed with each other and hateful and it, you know it, it becomes an extremity it goes it goes way overboard Ah pondering this this is just me pondering all right i guess i'm done i, mean, I need some social interaction this is way too much talking alone in my in my vehicle by myself you know this is, this is overkill i don't you know I, it's the traffic's fault can't wait to get home and and you know have some basic <laughs> basic uh, social interaction. Talk with my kids and my, my wife. Actually, ooh, we're going to go hang out with somebody tonight. See, I'm, I'm excited about it. Hey, that's, that's a victory for me. The fact that I can, in the same segment, say that I hated hanging out with people. And then here I am being happy that I'm going to go hang out with some people tonight. So that's a win for me because in my past, I was definitely not happy about hanging out with people. So let me get to it. I'm done talking to you. I need to go talk with real people. <laughs> I'm no offense to <laughs> okay, the okay no no offense to you yeah okay I'm done